Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. This is a giggle-free opening, you're not going to get- nope, 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 stop it! Don't, and, and also, don't jostle the ottoman. I will not jostle. Jostle the ottoman. Jostle, I loved them. They were like a, a, a sort of a hardcore prog rock outfit. Out jostle of, the uh, ottoman. Yeah, jostle <laughs> the ottoman out of uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. They were <laughs> they were an opener for Sixpence None the Richer yeah, back in the early ni- mid-90s. That was that was a good time. Um, did I already say I'm Brian? Yeah. Nobody cares, actually. Who I, I mean, they probably don't really care. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, no, nobody cares at all. Uh, and I'm giggling. Nobody now. cares who we are. Uh, well, some people care, actually. Yeah. So, so I mean, our children care, but listeners, I don't know. Listenership has increased. Really? Um, what's the thing below an order of magnitude? A little bit. Yeah, it's increased <laughs> a little bit, um, and and that's why I'm I'm saying on October the 18th, with with half of the month already gone. October is Minnesota month. Oh, okay. At the X Men Files, we're we've got like blazing through the nation. We we've got a lot of strong appeal in the Midwest, as you know, uh, Midwestern states that start with M. <laughs> so Michigan, you're next. You're on the uh, you're on the docket. Uh, you, you know that September was Missouri month. Yes. Uh, but Minnesota has eclipsed um, Missouri huh. in terms of downloads over the past like you know ten twenty days something. How like do we that. know that there are actually people listening rather than like. I don't know, some sort of weird uh, bot. That is a good question, thing. and I have that same question. Yeah. <laughs> it is possibly answerable, not by me. Yeah. It reminds me of every now and again, you'll see these stories about, like, they'll look at search terms on Pornhub or something by state, <laughs> which is like, you, you see, surely you've seen those stories. No. They exist. And. I mean, Google it, I guess, yeah. on your own thing, but um, it, treat yourself because you find that, I mean, first of all, no surprise, because when we narrow down search terms to what people are searching in Pornhub, then, all right, we've got, like, we've nobody's looking for recipes, <laughs> things like that. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, when people put in search terms, Know that they need to go beyond the surface level of whatever is like on the front page of Pornhub. <laughs> like, you know, they look at whatever the, the selection of videos is on the front page. Like, nope, this isn't going to do yeah, it for this me. Is, this <clears> isn't weird enough. I, I need to go a little, as it were, deeper into. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think. So they, they, they do that and you'll find that, that yeah, everybody's kind of nasty and, and everybody's Googling like like stepsister or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, something just gross like that. But there was, <clears throat> I can't remember what this was. They were looking at like volume of of uh, of hits or something like that, and they found that there was like some astronomical number confined to like someplace in Kansas <laughs> for stepsister or for whatever. Like, yeah. It was like porn or something like this. And as it happened, like there w- was some element of like the internet back uh, backbone, like, like some old server through which like some incredibly large amount of internet traffic passed in Kansas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that like, like, no, it's not some skeevy dude on the prairie. <laughs> like one guy, like, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it was some like, and, and because it was in the middle of the country, like it was, 
and I'm getting the details of the story wrong, but it doesn't matter doesn't because they matter. reveal a larger truth, yeah. which is you know, when you look at data, just make sure that you know what you're looking at. Um, meanwhile, thank you, Minnesota. Yep. <laughs> we know that whenever you're typing in search terms, you're looking for X-Men or something like that. <clears throat> <laughs> There's only one way for us to know if you're enjoying it, and that is for you to email us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. Actually, you know, here's what we're going to do. Cause I, I, I wanted to just see if anybody at all <laughs> would send me an email. Uh, so a lot like um, Adventure Zone, a lot of podcasts do this where they've got like the Jumbotron. If you, if, so if you send a message to Cerebro at xmenfiles.com, as long as it, within certain reasonable print, we will read your message on air. Yeah. No death um, threats. No death threats, no threats of violence, no expressions of support, because we are going to censor political thought yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> if this isn't like, a political podcast. So. Uh, no, it's yeah. not a political podcast, but, um, it, well, it's not not political. No, uh, it's, not, we, it's not we're, political. We're on record as saying that Donald Trump is a piece of shit. Yeah, but it's not a political podcast, and so <laughs> don't, yeah, don't yeah, send yeah. us your political stuff. <laughs> but send us an email that, you know, tell us that you like us. Or that you hate us, actually, that you listened once and... If you have a message that you want read out loud to the five other people that are listening... Yep, we'll do it. All right, so to recap, within certain very arbitrary constraints, which are, which are still pretty... Like, if, 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 you, if your message is, um, hey, Stewie, thanks a lot for the pizza, we'll read that on the air. Yeah, proposals, we'll do that. Oh, yeah, aw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> like, uh, you know, I proposed marriage on this podcast. She never got the message. Yeah, if you and your girlfriend or boyfriend are the only ones that listen to this podcast, we will read your proposal. On I like air. to think that this podcast does bring people together. <laughs> All right. I think that we are we're presenting. I I hope a, a nice template of what a what a very happy couple is like, and we you know we like having people who are happily. Uh, happy together yep. okay oh i'm losing you i can no tell. you're fine carry on i know i'm fine but i'm losing you you're not losing me i'm, lo I'm waiting for your i'm excited about your recap oh i'm excited too that's no i'm excited i was about to qualify <laughs> so, ugh, you know whatever it's this thing that i you know okay uh so without any further ado we're going to recap and if you like our recap, then please send us a message. <laughs> Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. All right. It's shocked faces on the cover and shocked faces on the splash page. Everything is in motion. Everything is in chaos. We are in space and Carol Danvers is covered in flames. Flames! <laughs> Shark-shaped spaceships are pursuing the Shi'ar pleasure cruiser, which is trapped in a gravity well. The brood wants to take them alive for their nefarious purposes, and they don't care how many of their own die in the attempt. The queen gives the very Spartan command that failure means death. Explosions burst all around Lalandra's ship, and the X-Men take command of the weapons to fight back. Wolverine and Carol have no trouble adapting to the guns and the resultant killing, Colossus, though, is like the slow kid in your class who just can't seem to figure this stuff out. <laughs> Cyclops tries oh. to use his optic blasts with enough finesse to disable them without killing them. Storm, meanwhile, is using her lightning as best she can, but is starting to have a significant meltdown. Lalandra's ship is hit, and Kitty steps outside to effect repairs. We've now clearly established her as the go-to for any sort of external space help. <laughs> 
As she gets to work, we learn that Storm is not the only one who's starting to come apart at the seams. Carol has blurred vision and a spell of weirdness. <laughs> the brood's evolutionary modifications are kicking in, altering her hybrid human and Cree genetics. She suddenly has the power of a star, which she uses without hesitation to fry all of the brood ships. We kick into warp with Kitty still on the hull of the ship. Is she all right? Maybe. <laughs> Meanwhile, Professor X is making dinner. <laughs> Looks like soup and salad. Uh, they bring us up to speed on the fact that Xavier is a telepath and Ilyana is off. Also, the professor is very tired and just wants to be left <laughs> yeah, alone. The professor is unquestionably depressed. <laughs> he's yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's 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 going through some shit. Uh, back in space, Kitty meets the newly costumed Carol, now in her incarnation as binary, complete with heptagonal cranial flames. Heptagonal. Heptagonal. That's right, baby. Yeah. Hmm. Brian, Brian for the math. Car I mean, I heptagonal didn't, cranial I didn't flames. Them. Thigh-high flames and flames on the other side of her elbows. This is a look which Kitty later describes as angelic, which makes me wonder about the Judaic notion of angels. <laughs> Life uh, support is low. I think there aren't any. I don't know. Our well, Jewish strictly speaking, will, uh... there is an angel in uh, the book of Genesis. Yeah, I mean, not angels as uh, maybe they're often presented in the Christian context. Yeah, well, like with the harp and all that mm -hmm. other stuff. But the, what's the name of the angel that... I can remember the, when I, I read Genesis, like fifth grade or something like that. There's a very Lord of the Rings moment. Mm. Uh, so so Adam and Eve are kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And the angel puts a flaming sword at the gate to Eden to block it. I'm like, oh, man, I, I can't wait to see the next movie <laughs> when like the hero has to get past, past the, flaming the flaming sword. sword right? Yeah, that doesn't actually happen yeah. in mm -hmm. the Bible. Um, okay. <laughs> Back to, our, back to our issue. Life support is low, but Binary slash Carol recharges the ship's batteries. The ship is moving again. Carol and Colossus are repairing the hull, and he suggests that she join the X-Men. She's torn between a life in the cosmos and a life on Earth. We get the sense that she'll choose the former. Nightcrawler is seeing to Kitty's wounds and sees that she's recovering nicely. A little too nicely. When when did he become the team-like medic, by the way? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Has he medicked anybody else? I think he's medicked somebody else later on. Uh, he tries to medic Storm. Okay. Right, carry Maybe. on. Sorry. Right. So, a little too nicely. She should have been dead a few times over, but everything's tickety-boo. <laughs> What's going on? Wolverine says that we ought to leave that question unanswered and starts another pointless fight with Cyclops. He stalks off. Wolverine stalks off. Storm is trying to pull herself together, but a sudden contraction only makes things worse. She feels like she's not herself and unable to connect with the world around her. Her sense of dysmorphia increases until the pieces start to fall into place. She's aware that there is another life within her. But this doesn't mean that she's going to start planning the gender reveal party. Instead, <laughs> she takes a shuttle and gets out of Dodge. The rest of the X-Men arrive and Wolverine finally, finally, finally. spills the beans. At long last. Yeah. And these are really bad, really messed really up beans. smelly beans. Yeah. Carol takes a cue from Araro and blasts into space. Downside, though, is that she didn't exactly open a door or an airlock <laughs> or anything. There is a hull breach, and the X-Men are suddenly sucked into space. If it's not one thing, it's another. 
I really, I use the word hull, I think, three or four times mm-hmm. in that recap. I mean, appropriately so, but uh, I, I don't often have occasion to use the word hull. Was it was it us that we were just talking about, like, uh, um, what's it? Were we talking like about us? Like how people are always uh, living for a little while out in space. I think it was us, because we, we watched... We have talked about it on we this podcast. we were just talking about even. it, yeah, maybe even last time. Yeah, yeah I, and I can't... We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy is a pretty bad offender about that. Um, was it on the podcast, or maybe when we were talking to one of the kids? And is it like, like it's not cold out space? I mean, it's cold, but it's not really. There, there's it's a vacuum. Yeah, not the kind said, of cold that you need a jacket for. Right, and I said like like your blood would boil. And it, well, I don't understand. It's cold. Why did it boil? It, zero pressure. And so, so that's that's it. And I found a website um, because I was like, "Hey, was I right about that?" I don't know. <laughs> um, really, Bill Nye, your blood boiled because of the pressure, and you know, Joe thermodynamics over here. Um, so I did look up a, a, a site, and it, I mean, there's more to it than just saying your blood boils, but that's actually the gist of it. And they do say that like um, there's really not temperature as we think of it, right? Um, and they did at one point say like. If suddenly you found yourself in the vacuum of space, it's not like you, like, you wouldn't see frost on your face. Right. <laughs> yeah. As they do in Guardians of the Galaxy, which just drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still able to enjoy those movies. No, yeah. I mean, I'm still able to enjoy I just kind of roll my eyes. Oh, come on. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm still able to enjoy this, but like, yeah. just, I guess maybe the fact that we had just talked about it is like, oh, they're blown out the hull and I guess they're dead. <laughs> that's the end well, of... Well, probably, yeah. Well, but... here's the other thing about space uh, and the way that it's presented in sci-fi. This is e- even more egregious and, and ubiquitous. There's no sound in space. Mm-hmm. Like th- th- That was the poster on the movie Alien, and space no one can hear you scream, because right. th- there's no sound. There's no sound in space. It's a vacuum. Yep. But the starships all go pew, 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 and <laughs> there are explosions, yeah. like with flames. Yeah. Flames that are fed by what oxygen yeah, yeah, exactly? Yeah, no flames in space. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So an absence of a lot of things. Right. And make good cinema in space. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you if you followed the rules of physics, sci-fi suddenly starts to get a lot. I shouldn't say a lot more boring. That's not true, but a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Like Star Trek. Like, oh yeah, we've got uh, artificial gravity. Well, that's fucking convenient. <laughs> <laughs> because trying to film actors, where, because you wouldn't design a spaceship like that. It would be probably spherical mm-hmm. uh, to take advantage of the fact that there is no, like, there's no bottom. Mm-hmm. There's no down. Right. Uh, and, and occasionally people do that. Like, you know, the Martian was not too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I, think. I mean, I'm, I, I'm certain there are several dozen issues with it, but it, it's it's largely grounded. 2001, largely grounded. Yeah, I mean, The Martian, I think, like, obviously someone watching it that, like, works with space stuff will, can you know, make a large list of things that are nonsense. But, like, for the lay person, yeah. it's sort of like, ah, okay, ah, I but guess I could, I could see this all happening. They could probably make a lot of uh, gripes, but probably they're also delighted with how much of it is real. Right. Real-er than, say, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Yeah. Right. I was just putting my thing on sleep so that it didn't ding when I got a text. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hey, hey next time, maybe do that before you come. <laughs> Remember what we just said about our marriage? <laughs> 
know. Our, our marriage is great. Delightful. No, it is. There's a lot of give and take. To be married you know, where, you know, to I, someone so passive-aggressive. Yeah, we all, whoa. That, 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 that was kind of aggressive-aggressive, I think. Um, uh, all right, so what, what, do we think, what do we think of this It's issue? funny, I'd written down, actually, when you were talking about Wolverine, like, finally telling everyone yeah. the thing I had written, and he was, like, the sort of a passive-aggressive high school friend that's always, like, dropping weird hints about stuff. That's <laughs> like... It, oh, yeah? yeah. I, I, I don't know this. Although I, I had a weird friendship in high school. Yeah, I mean, maybe, it doesn't have to be high school, but sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but you wouldn't know anything about that, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Like, someone kind of... Uh, Hinting around things, but never really coming out. Uh, and and I, I think I know. Um, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I hadn't sort of thought the... this through as a metaphor, but that's no, no, kind no, of what it, it sounded I, like. I, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I, I think high school, maybe people are, I hope, a little bit over it. It's, it's something I could easily see like a sixth grader yeah, middle talking school about, stuff. Where if there's a group of people and like they'll have that dramatic irony or like um, somebody likes somebody and you know that yeah, and they someone know that. told me something but I can't you know, tell like, you like, yeah. like oh look it's Keith oh we don't want to talk to Keith do we I'm sure nobody here wants to talk to Keith like like that yeah. kind of thing okay yeah. a little bit like that yeah <laughs> anyway I'm glad that Wolverine finally told everyone because uh, yeah that was starting to feel tiresome weirdly though I mean there's only like one issue where he didn't tell them. Two issues. No, well, this being the second one, he told them in this issue, and there's yeah. the issue before that where he didn't. I think there was the issue before that where he also didn't. No, we're only three issues into this. Hmm. Okay, into the brute side because there was the first issue, which is like the Wolverine solo one. Yeah, fair. And then there was the second one where they escape the planet. Uh, and I thought there then was there's this one, one where he at the end sort of. Now he's missed several opportunities to tell them <laughs> within those two issues. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but 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 I think I said, um, how do we feel about this? How do you feel about this issue? I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, move move the story ahead. Yeah, uh, sort of set up a you know interesting Carol Danvers thing. I'm assuming we see her again, or now is she just like fucked off into space and that's it. So I um I, I made a couple of notes and. Always on this podcast, I talk about things that I really ought to research, and much like <laughs> much like putting your putting your messaging into sleep mode before we get into the podcast, I could also answer some of these questions like before. Uh, before I, start. Uh, I have a slight answer to this because I was curious. Okay, so this issue ought to be a pretty big deal because it is a further iteration of Captain Marvel, right? You know, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Um, we had another one, not on this podcast, but the Avengers annual number, whatever, mm-hmm. where she has her powers taken by Rogue. And there's, you know, the origin story as well, where Carol Danvers, you know, gets this weird genetic thing with the Kree and, and, because uh, you know, she's not the first Captain Marvel. Right. Captain Marvel used to be a dude. That's, so that was going to be, I had yeah. written that down. That was my next, well, yeah. not my next question, but a question is sort of like, it feels like that, that. Carol Danvers' character has been like multi-purposed in, uh, and, and also has... in the MCU. Not well, not in the MCU, like the Marvel comics, you know, yeah. the other MCU, right? Okay. So, <laughs> no, I mean the movie. Like they continued the, they took that character from the comics that seemed like she sort of had multiple, multiple lives, and then also repurposed her into like a sort of similar but slightly different. You've lost me there. Um, Never mind. But, but I, I think I know what your question is, and I think the answer is no. Okay. Uh, the story of, of Captain Marvel in the MCU, Cinematic Universe, is pretty clear to me. Right. Um, 
what they and what they lifted from the comics is like there are there there's a lot of stuff that one could say well just simply hasn't happened yet mm-hmm. uh and probably isn't going to happen in the movie or in the movie in the, in the, the, movie. the it, 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 right it, so here's what i'm referring to um in the avengers uh, carol danvers captain marvel she disappears and goes i'm going to get this wrong but it goes like a weird alternate dimension where she has a child um in the movie Z- we're not talking about oh, the movies. In the, no. Okay. <laughs> You've seen the well, movie. No, I know. I thought maybe right. that was coming up. Okay. No, no, no. I don't I don't know what's coming up in okay. the movie. This is what I'm saying is I'm gonna recap. <laughs> I'm gonna recap to Marvel. Your recap recap yeah. to Marvel. Okay. So the Captain Marvel in the movies is a pretty clean story that draws on the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel from the comics. Right. Draws on. There's loads of additional kind of like crisis, weird shit that happens to her in the comics that has not happened in the films. Okay. Maybe it will. Um, all right. So two big events that happen to Carol Danvers in the comics. Gotcha. In the comics has, or in the movies? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I hate you so much. <laughs> You're just such a mean person. <laughs> Okay. All right. In the you don't care. No, I do. I do. I wrote it down. I care. Okay. I, I said so, Captain Marvel slash Ms. Marvel evolution. Yeah. And then under Captain Marvel, I wrote male question mark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 for that, like like we'll research that before next week. But um, so in the in the comics, in the Avengers, she goes off into this like side thing where she father not fathers she has a child right. But like the father of the child, it, it, like it's sort of rapey, yeah. um, and it's a storyline that a lot of folks look back on as being like real problematic. Mm, okay. Um, so like like sort of semi rapey. Uh, I haven't read that, so I don't know. But it's not like I'm going to be super shocked if I read it. <laughs> and <find laughs> and it's a little rapey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so I'm not saying that it is, but it, it, and I'll I'll, um, I'll I'll definitely now one now. So that's one significant thing. Uh, so she has a child, but the child is like genetically weird and like ages in forty eight hours and dies or something okay. like that. So, so she has that weird trauma uh, in the Avengers Annual, where she uh, has the encounter with Rogue. That I have read, mm-hmm. and that was very interesting. Rogue, we're going to see a lot more of uh, mm-hmm. coming up. We've already seen her once, but we're going to see loads more of her. Um, Rogue is presented like as a amoral badass mm-hmm. in that and in the issue that we read where she's just like single-handedly like, like knocking the shit out of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So she um, has an encounter with and Rogue's mutant power is to steal right. someone's powers like and X-Men memories. But film. You know, like when she attacked Captain Marvel, it went like way too far and Carol has like half of her memories gone and like her powers have been affected. That Avengers annual opens with her basically c- committing suicide off of the Golden Gate Bridge. Thanks. Okay. Uh, she's rescued. Uh, and so she has that traumatic event. All right. So so that's the Carol Danvers, this PTSD person. Right. Uh, all right. And so my th- what ought to be happening is this ought to be like the third, at least the third significant life event for her. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't a... really take off, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, she shows up a couple more times in the X-Men, and then nothing. Hmm. Uh, maybe okay. elsewhere in the in the comics universe, I'll look. I know that she shows up late 80s in a, a kind of a one-off 
two issue series uh, drawn by Dave Cockrum, where she pairs up with the Starjammers. Hmm. Uh, and that's that. Yeah, it's weird because they like she's been hovering in this in, with yeah. this group for yeah. you know basically like really since almost when we started right. reading. You know, she's kind of been around very often. And this issue is the biggest payoff that we get huh. from that. It doesn't really feel like that big of a payoff. When I was a kid, it did. Mm-hmm. Rereading it, it doesn't. It doesn't quite rate. Yeah. Um. You know, as a kid, somebody who goes through that kind of transformation of power it's like like oh man this is sort of a big deal mm-hmm. but yeah now i mean now i want her to go and go back to the planet and have a whole thing yeah. with the brood and you know but if that if she doesn't do that then that'll feel like mm, okay <laughs> yeah um I, I i've read the next one within the past year but i can't remember what happens i mean i mean carol's still in the mix yeah tune in next week but we're not done with the. We're not. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. So that you can also <laughs> yeah. know what happens in the next issue. Yeah, we're just read we'll the be comic. We'll talking or, about it next you know, week. User memory or, or both. Like that. Yeah. Or both. Read the comic yeah. and tune in next week. You're really cheeky. All this. <laughs> <laughs> we started this. You, you said you, 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 you've, you've got kind of a headache. I but, do. Um, no, you seem to be in like a you know really bright spirits. Mm. I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited to uh, have a cup of tea. Ooh. I should have done that. Cup of tea. Should have done that before. Cup of tea, Governor. <laughs> Shine your shoes. If we had, you know, if we had sponsors, then we could, uh, you know, have a commercial. And uh, we're, um, we're what would that. what would what product would we sponsor? What product would I? I'd be well. Here's the thing. I'm absolutely for sale. I mean, I will. I mean, I have a few things that are off limits. If you want me, like like uh, 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 Hyundai. Hyundai is like fine, high quality engineering, quality craftsmanship <laughs> that can only be found at, at uh, finer auto dealers. Rush out and buy a Hyundai today. <laughs> They're great. I wouldn't. You don't be, even drive a Hyundai. Caught, I wouldn't be caught dead driving anything else. You drive a Prius. <laughs> Prius is uh, the apex of <laughs> eco-friendly pragmatism. So yeah, so if Toyota or Hyundai want to, you know, slip me. Like, honestly, $75. <laughs> that's all it would take. That's all that it would take, man. <laughs> 75 bucks. I mean, that's, um, you know, uh, I could get, like, uh, you know, some pizza and beer with that. <laughs> You'd be so happy. 100% for sale. All right, so here are my notes. Notes. I wrote down, yes. I wrote, First thing I wrote down was, am I jaded? Because I find there ca- that the, uh, you know, I cannot take a life shtick uh, tiresome. You, you're going to have to, I think, just learn to live with that i mean i know but i'm just saying yeah. like does that mean you know you're not jaded am i old <laughs> like have no. i seen too much <laughs> What's... Mm. No, i i think that you, you you got that memo yeah uh probably in like the first or second issue that we read and like, like you don't need the constant reminder yeah and maybe i don't yeah. know if that's it but like it just seems you know it just seems um naive <laughs> no i just every time they say Whoa. it i'm just like oh go ahead <laughs> you know Okay. Um, I I don't find it naive. I mean, I, the repetition. Uh, yeah. I, I I can see that um, it loses novelty mm-hmm. uh, as a repeat reader. Uh, the idea of not taking a life. I, as a person of conscience, uh, raised in the Judeo-Christian tradition, that's a pretty core belief that we have. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm for it, and yet, you know, I'm a. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a realist. I'm I'm not talking about <laughs> what is or is not convenient. <laughs> the thing about morality is 
the reason why it's morality is because there will be moments when it is not aligned with what is easy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let me let me break this down for you. <laughs> You know? Otherwise, you don't need it. Like, 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 there's no moral uh, imperative to earn money in a in a free market economy. Mm. We don't need one. <laughs> but the moral imperative, which says, you know, you really shouldn't kill somebody, exists so that when we get to the place of, not even this time, <laughs> because. I mean, you've convinced me and and forgive me for like being super patronizing, (laughs) but I I, I think it is worthwhile to say that like like the reason why we have these things is so that these better angels exist and they're and they're explicit and articulated and they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes I feel like I just uh, draw you into these conversations because I like to hear you, uh, you know, talk about moralize, moralize. (laughs) Yeah. Patronize. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, and briefly, uh, the idea of like not killing, real super easy for me to adhere to that because like I'm, I'm never in a situation where it comes to that. Yeah. Uh, so easy for me to say, and, and, and maybe that's that's another way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm in that situation, if I'm if I'm Storm, and like, there's motherfucking aliens who just... <laughs> just huge teeth. Oh. Right. I mean, yeah. I, and I mean, heaven knows I... Okay, I, I, I kill bugs. Like you... You asked me to kill spiders, <laughs> and I do it. Yeah. It's so like I, like I'm like I'm I'm not Hindu. Yeah, I killed a fly <laughs> yeah. earlier today. Oh, oof. yeah. Was it? Uh, I was about to say the Mike Pence fly. That's stupid. No. Okay. <laughs> it was just a regular fly yeah. in my kitchen. Um, I wrote down on page eleven. Charles is in the, when he's having dinner. Yeah. I said Charles is holding. <laughs> Charles is holding a salad, two bowls, and a teacup and saucer. <laughs> Obviously drawn by someone who has never cooked a meal. <laughs> Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, or drawn by somebody who used to work at TGI Fridays. Uh, wait, hang on. Uh, Looks like a cup of coffee. I only know one person who drinks coffee with meals, and that's my mother. Yeah, yeah your mom's weird. But, um... Holy shit, yeah, he is carrying yeah. <laughs> Also, also... And, and, <laughs> made and, me and... think of the food bucket. <laughs> yeah. But also, and, um... How is he pushing the wheelchair? <laughs> I mean, I maybe like it looks like an early 1980s wheelchair. Yeah, where like it's manual. Right, right. Yeah. Um, maybe he's pushing it with his mind. That's just he's not telekinetic. Mm. Um, all right. You you like the um, you like the hip hop uh, chain like the uh, the flavor flav chain that Yana has. <laughs> That's funny, funny too because she looks kind of little again like at one point she kind mm, of looked I don't know. She, she looks like I, I can't remember how old she's meant to be like 13 14 i think she's meant to be like 17 now no maybe not yeah i mean yeah just like that thing of him he's like they're like oh, we're gonna need to make him look like he's cooking something and just so we're just gonna put some food related things into his hands uh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> have we have we done the bucket thing have we explained what the bucket thing no. is everyone well let's do this right? <laughs> because without anybody so um somebody that i used to work for <laughs> was, was sort of a leader in the industry he, he was giving some motivational talk about some operational change that was happening at the company and <laughs> I, I i'm not going to do it justice I'm, but um well I'll, I'll get this much of it in here it's like so what we need to do with this company is like, you know, when you're in the kitchen 
and you're cooking food and you're pouring the food from one bucket <laughs> and just at that point he lost everybody in the yeah, room because like, everybody everybody like, like we 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 hit that speed bump at like 70 miles an hour where it was like i'm sorry bucket, bucket? what the fuck do you cook man I mean, like, are you, you shucking oysters or something? This makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've never used a bucket. I, I've used a bucket if I'm making beer. beer. Yeah, because, yeah, like, if you've got a five-gallon bucket of, <laughs> so you know, funny. like, 50-odd beers in there. But, uh, yeah, that was that was weird. Okay, so, so yeah, so that's that's the bucket thing. And that, it made me think of that because it, yeah. like, just looked like this had been drawn by someone who really didn't have a lot of experience uh, in the kitchen. Uh, or with wheelchairs. Or with wheelchairs, yeah. fair. But but right, so, so now that we've maligned the person who, who drew this, that, that's maybe a, a segue where we'll try to redirect. This is the last that we're going to see of Dave Cockrum. Yes. Dave Cockrum is someone whose art, like I, I, it's kind of hit or miss with me. Mm-hmm. And when I went back and reread them, I didn't like it. But over the course of this year, with you know talking about this stuff with you, uh, you know what? He's done so much that really establishes the look of these characters mm-hmm. and like the spacey stuff. I mean, it, it, no one's going to mistake him for Jack Kirby, but um, a lot of that, that spacey aesthetic he brought to this mm-hmm. and it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And so look, I mean, I think when I went back to these and I was reading the X-Men, I was expecting everything to look like John Byrne or Paul Smith. Um, so when I see Cockrum, I'm like, eh, it's a little uh, less detailed than I'd mm-hmm. like or, or whatever, but you know what? You done good, Dave. You did a really fantastic job. And, uh, you know, the X-Men would not be the X-Men without Dave Cockrum. Yeah. Is he still so with us? He is still with us. Um, maybe getting a little long in the tooth. I, yeah. I looked that up not that long ago. What did I don't, he go I don't on? think that he's active, uh, anymore. What did he go on to do? I'm sure I, it said somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll wiki it while you give me your next note. Why did, Okay. Um, my next note is that Charles is depressed. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. She, maybe she has some mutant powers. Maybe she doesn't. Uh, I really don't give a fuck. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. leave that for a judge to sort out. Her oh, heavens no. Uh, Cochran passed away in 2006. Oh, okay. He is not still with and, us. And not terribly old. Um, he was only 63. Oh, oh man. Oh. Boo. All right. Well, um, if any of... Cockrum's descendants are listening. Uh, we should have researched, yeah, ahead of time. Wow, bummer. <laughs> okay, took a. Um, so I, 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 I was chuckling there, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make light of it. But um, oh, boo. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's 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 see if we can make a hard turn away from uh, our. Uh, trying to build up and then tarnish Cockrum's legacy. <laughs> He doesn't need our help. I mean, I think no, that he's he's, yes. he's pretty well established as being a, a very influential creator, and uh, and so should he be. Yeah. Xavier's depressed. Xavier's depressed, and then my next note. That was basically all I had. Is they had this sort of weird little interlude with the two of them. Right. Uh, uh, what's her name? Eliana's like it's pretty weird being here with you. <laughs> you know, that I is don't weird. like it. Yeah. I hear your voice in my head sometimes, but don't really lean into that because then we're back outside the spaceship right. with uh, with with. Um... And then my next note was about Captain Mar- Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and that whole thing, which we've already talked about. Right, right. Um, there, by... there, there, there was a male Captain Marvel. Which predates Carol Danvers. I don't know really much at all about it, uh, other than that he died 
in the uh, very first Marvel graphic novel called The Death of Captain Marvel. So, you know, no, no spoilers there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so he, he dies, period. Um, and then I had written down that binary is an odd name for a character. Uh, I mean, what does that even mean? Binary star. It's, a, it's a type of star cluster. Oh, is it binary star? Yeah, the title of the issue is Binary Star. Did I totally miss that? Yeah, you could be forgiven for having missed it. But, uh, binary Star. Yeah. Okay, somehow I had assumed that her name was just Binary. It was like, that's a bizarre... Okay, well, Binary Star makes plenty of sense. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next. What else we got? Um, let's see. Snicked, I always like when we see a... Snicked? Snicked, yes. Like my new favorite... Uh, onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia, yep. We've not... So Snicked is an onomatopoeia that's like like absolutely tied to Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. I was thinking about doing a cross, just not like uh, mm -hmm. extensibly, but just today I was thinking it would be fun to do a cross stitch of Snicked, Snicked and like the comic <laughs> font. Yeah, yeah. Know. Like a Roy Lichtenstein. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe one day. I mean, it's not like an aspirational thing. Like you could... <laughs> I guarantee you there are patterns out there. Yeah, maybe. For that. True. Yeah. Um, and then my last note really was that I like I like a sort of a angry Carol Danvers. I like that character. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apart from when she carelessly blasted through the hull and didn't <laughs> yeah, care yeah. about whether she killed anybody, but uh, oh, sorry, I just jostled the jostling right. the ottoman again. Um, yeah, but I like the way that she was like, "Oh yeah, they think they are," yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've, I've read some of the modern-ish Captain Marvel. Uh, Kelly Thompson, it's either Kelly Thompson or Teeny Howard who 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 are doing that. Ugh, my Swiss cheese brain can't remember which. Uh, and it's okay. It's um, like the book that we that we have that we got similar for the girl. to that. So, so I, I I anything post. Like 2002 in Marvel Comics, I'm lost because everything gets a new issue number one about every 18 months. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, I don't know if it's coming or going. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yes, similar to that. I don't know who – it was not um, Kelly Rutini who did that writing on, on the book that we got for our daughter, but similar. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I think once – and I don't know when it happened that they finally just landed on, like, okay, Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers, and she's white. <laughs> uh, and she has this costume. Because there was another Captain Marvel at about this same time, mm -hmm. who is, um, it's not Rami LeBeau. Um, oh, God damn it. Um, she, she's in the movie, mm -hmm. the, 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 the name of the character. Uh, African-American... She's also called Captain Marvel, different costume, different powers. And she's a member of the Avengers. I got to look it up. Um, hmm. In, yeah. in so, the movie? In what movie? Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> you just said she's in the movie. The movie called Captain Marvel. Oh, in the movie called Captain... The yeah, she, she's, she, she's her friend in Louisiana. Oh, I didn't realize What's that. the name of that character? I have no idea. It's... Okay. It, 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 it's like some stock... Uh, like like Bayou name. Oh, um, I don't remember. This is. This I didn't is realize that 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 she. Every, everyone who actually cares about comic books is like throwing their shoe at <laughs> their iPhone <laughs> right now. These like, God damn it! <laughs> How do you not know this? <laughs> You're just talking out of your head. Yeah. yeah, we are. We are a little bit. A little oh, bit. Oh, hundred percent. We mean well. 
Captain. We have good intentions. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. There's so many entries for Captain Marvel on Wikipedia. God damn. Yeah. Right. Maybe we should do this over the next week and report back. Monica Rambo. Rambo sounds right. Yep. Yep. Monica Rambo, First Blood, Part Two. <laughs> um, yeah, so Monica Rambo. Right. So I don't know when it was that they coalesced on uh, Carol Danvers being Captain Marvel with that costume. Right. Hmm. Um, but it's like some like in the, in the late nineties or something like that, maybe. Uh, but she's loads more prominent in the the comics now than she was like in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She's Weird. a member of the Avengers. Oh, she had a different costume. She had like a sort of a black and blue costume. For a long time when she was on the Avengers. Yeah, that, that name just seems like it's done, you know, like they've they've used Carol Danvers to be a lot of different things <laughs> in both the actual comics and uh, in the cinematic universe. You keep saying that she's being used for a lot of different things in the cinematic universe. No, Tell not. me what you mean by that, because, yeah, I don't quite follow it. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I don't mean that. Maybe I just mean in the comics. Okay. But like there are a lot, I guess maybe what I mean is like they pulled that character out of the comics to, to pull into the cinematic universe, right? There are a lot of characters that don't appear. In the films. In the films. Correct. Well, but what I'm saying is that I think like, like since the, since the 2000s, that character is much more significant in comics than okay. you're going to see like in the, in the early and mid eighties. Okay, I thought you had said that that she sort of disappears, like they never really... binary disappears. Okay, and then, like I say, I mean, every Ultimate comic universe gets, she has like, a child, something, look, something. Yeah, the shit that we read is like forty odd years old. The X Men have been rebooted. Jean Grey dies like three or four more times. <laughs> okay, uh, so I mean, Captain Marvel, uh, the character as we as we know her now in two thousand twenty. Yeah, uh, that character I think got got kind of established. In, in like the early aughts okay. or thereabouts. Fair. So so this iteration of Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, was like on the Avengers in the late 70s, off the Avengers in the early 80s. Binary was like a, a transformation that I think didn't really take. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Caught up? Caught up. Okay. For now. Okay. Yeah. And that's all I had written down. I like this one. I'm sort of, it's a setup for the next one. I'm curious yeah. to see what happens with Storm. Is Storm, is, I, I had two more notes. Uh, what I said was um, re, 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 reading it. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I thought it was awesome. And then I read it again not that long. I thought it was all right. I, I want to say I read it like a few months ago and it's like, ugh, you know, it, it, nothing much happens. But then, then I read it again like yesterday or the day before. And I was like, actually, this is great. Yeah, like it's a solid issue. It's, and and yeah. it reminds me why I liked it as a kid, because ever since that issue with that solo with Wolverine, you know, as, as a child, I'm experiencing three months of impending doom. <laughs> and But, but I awesome. am. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. It, it, like, it, it absolutely added up. Yeah. Um, I mean, now with my uh, 48-year-old life, I've got a, like a lot of other things to think about. But yeah. Like when I was a kid, like I've got the paper issues and they're like on a stack and in my footlocker. And so like, you know, I'll pick them up and read them. And like, if I'm just holding that comic in my hand, I don't have any other distractions reading the shit. Like, like I don't, I can like push something at the bottom of the comic book and then go read the Atlantic's most recent take right. on right. why the president sucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so I was, and it's not like I was obsessed about it. Or no, but like you that, spent a lot of time like, thinking about it because you had a lot of time. Yeah. And yeah. I had like, like, okay, so like this month. 
what's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it ends with a storm jetting off and like, no, man, like they need to save her. Yeah. And uh, the, yeah, so I'm pinning doom. I don't think our kids have anything like that, that they have to wait nope. a month for. You know, sometimes a week for the next episode of the Great British, British Baking Show. Show. Yeah. I, we're waiting a long time for Stranger Things. That's true. I mean, we wait a long time for series, but then we right. kind of watch them all at once. Yeah. 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 I've been thinking about, well, this is never going to happen, but I think I thought about making Wednesday night like Star Trek night. I was going to like watch one episode of Star Trek per week on Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend yeah. that it, like it's, you know, old school broadcast television. Yeah, but they're all going to opt out. Uh, they don't want to watch Star <laughs> our Trek. Our kids are weirdly not into Star Trek. The boy, particularly. Yeah, the uh, our, our daughter enjoyed Picard. Yeah, she liked that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else I can say? Um, Storm. The whole thing with Storm was fantastic mm-hmm. for me, and um, she's like the ultimate outsider. Uh, her inner conflict is something that really resonates with me mm-hmm. loads more than it did when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's just always a stranger everywhere. Because mm-hmm. even when she, or so so she's an orphan. Uh, she is for a time uh, in 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 Kenya. I think is where she she's in Cairo for a bit, and then she's in Kenya. Those places are quite far away, by the way. Um, it's like, you know, just because it's both in Africa. Right. It's like, you know, like uh, I was in Tampa, and then I was in Buffalo, New York. But those are very far yeah, how away. How did you get between those two places as <laughs> anyway, a child? So she's in, yeah. I mean, this, this might be a little bit – Nairobi and Cairo might be a little bit closer. Than that. Anyway, so she's worshipped as a god in Kenya. So she's she's always an outsider. She's she's a pickpocket, uh, absolutely on the fringes of society. And then there's a whole society that sort of venerates her, but like she can't participate in mm-hmm. it. Moved to suburban New York, Westchester County, where she's not only a minority at a time. I mean, at a time when things were uh, in the eighties, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They sucked in a different direction yeah. for minorities then. Um, uh, but and also uh, immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's just you know culturally an outsider, um, and 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 and. The way that her implement implement implantation <laughs> this mm. thing is like she, she, she's like her whole self is is a stranger to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this issue, she literally doesn't feel comfortable in her own skin. Yeah. Um, and I was really struck by that, and and just just really empathized so hard. Uh, yeah, she's with a that good character. character. Yeah, she's. Great, and I—it was a character that I didn't pay that much attention to as a kid, right, um, having grown up a, a little more since then. Yeah, she's the one that really resonates, and and I'm a little, which is why I get a little disappointed with the way that she's eventually written and portrayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm mostly looking at Halle Berry, but Halle Berry's performance was informed, I think, a little bit by the way that they rendered her in the animated series. Um, and, and neither one of those really kind of does it for me. Right. Uh, in both instances, she's aloof, which is not the same thing as being an outsider. Right. And kind of like emotionally, not distant, what's the word I'm looking for? Emotionless. Yeah, she's of. just sort of a, like, she's more of just a... Um... A background character rather than yeah. sort of a fully formed person, right? Yeah. But, but um, or a fully it, formed character. Yeah, it, none of them really capture what we get in here, right. which is, I mean, she's 
she's maybe distant, yeah. but it's because she's just she she's just trying to keep everything under wraps. Right. Yeah, in in the yeah. certainly in the in the movie that I saw, you know, right. she's just like furniture. I mean, she's a character. Yep. She's there. She's got some powers, but yeah. the movie is not in any way about her. Uh, whereas no. I feel like the comics and, and to be fair, like, like, like the sometimes. movie didn't give her like loads of you know you know that character loads of opportunity. Right. Um, I also I, I was not delighted by Halle Berry's performance. No, but I think she probably could have played it different if that's what she was directed to do. What I'm saying, yeah, yeah, is that there could have been a little more depth to that character because uh, this is just like one of the richest characters uh, in the series. Yeah, she's a good It's my favorite character. Yeah. Then you're absolutely going to love like the next 12 odd issues. Mm -hmm. The uh, the Paul Smith run on this is like peak Aurora. Peak Aurora. Cool. Yeah. Uh, With that, where's my mouse? Um, any parting thoughts to, oh, you've been to Minnesota. Yeah. We need to, more thoughts on Minnesota month. I have been to Minnesota. I went to Minnesota twice. To, twice? Yes. You went back? I went to Minneapolis, St. <laughs> Paul twice. Cause we did yeah. a, uh, my sister did a charity cycling ride, thing yeah. that started from there. Cool. And, uh. It was cool. I can't remember how we got there. The second must take. Did you meet train. her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota? I did not. I actually arrived in St. Paul, Minnesota with <laughs> on her. purpose. Yeah, on purpose. But um, yeah, it was a cool, very very cool town. I mean, it was ages and ages yeah. ago. Yeah. But uh, we had fun there. We took the train from Chicago at least Neat. once, which took yeah. like a whole day. Yeah, I can um, see that train travel in the U.S. You know, really, sad. like it, it 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 peaked in about eighteen ninety. <laughs> I mean, like straight downhill. Well, no, no, then. it's just like it, it, like like that. That's it. Yeah. Like it has not improved since about eighteen ninety, yeah. with some exceptions. Yeah, which so is a bummer because this ought to be a this ought to be one of the best countries on earth for train travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Minnesota. And uh, yeah, I've been to Minnesota three times. Oh. I had never been there until two years ago. I went there three times in one year. That's right. You went for work. Yeah, all for work. Mm-hmm. Um, twice I was in the I was in the burbs. Um, or, Something like that. Not really burbs. It's one of those ring complexes mm-hmm. with like an office building. I didn't really see anything of it. Really cool airport. Yeah. But uh, then the third time I was downtown. Cool city. Yeah. Cool, cool downtown. City. Cool. Minneapolis or St. Paul? You were downtown. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I was uh, downtown Minneapolis. So um, I know flying uh, at one point, I got a really good look at the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And it is neat to, like, mm-hmm. to see these two right. urban uh, centers that are actually distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was neat. Uh, the other thing that struck me when I was in Minneapolis, um, they need a couple more heroes. Cause, like, like, there are murals and, and paintings of, like, Bob Dylan and Prince. <laughs> and they, they, surely there are, there are a few more. I mean, those are two good ones. You know? No, no, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. I mean, those are, you know, two of the most important musicians yeah. in the last 50-odd years. But, um, yeah, they need a couple more. Mm, yeah. Like, like, like Fran Tarkenton. I mean, he's really got a... Carry a lot of water. I don't know who that uh, is. Quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Right, okay. <laughs> and also a former co-host of the show That's Incredible. All right. Hmm. Uh, which is our spot the 80s moment. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Thank you, Minnesota. Thank you for listening. And if you want your message read on air, that's <laughs> Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. And until then, see ya. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Sorry, I was laughing. <laughs> you, you, you meant to say goodbye, too. Okay. Can... Goodbye. Let's try this again. And until then. <laughs> goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, 
xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.